0: goodness of God is, you know, the, in, in Deuteronomy, it says that the blessings of God will come upon you and overtake you. And uh, I'm, I'm being overtaken with blessings, me and my family. And uh, I can't wait to give you a full, a full testimony about what God is doing when it comes with, with uh, the whole thing with our, um, the lightning and the fire and all that kind of stuff. It's stuff you can't even make up. I know I got it, a part of it that's just a part of it that I filmed, but um, it's, it's just it's just amazing. I want to welcome the Indianapolis campus. Amen. There's nothing wrong with your TV set. Uh, you know, my voice has been been challenged, but I I tell you what, I've, I've got a testimony. I am going to show you how to walk, how to walk through this stuff when you get attacked. Amen. Okay. Um, in, in 34 and a half years, at the end of the month, we'll, we'll be ministry for 34 and a half years. I want to give God glory that I've never missed a a uh, a service at, as a result of um, attacks, physical attacks on my body. Amen. But I came real close last night about 12 hours ago. Thank God for a good wife. And uh, about 12 hours ago, man, I felt like man, somebody was took on the side of my face was like, I feel like somebody had a, a screwdriver and was screwing them on the side of my face. I, I felt horrible. Uh, but I've got to walk through this stuff just like you walk through it. Yes, yes. And, uh, and these enemies of faith. See, yes. so you've got, you got to uh, fight the good fight of faith, which reminds me, I need to bring up my slides here. But, uh, but last night, I, I came close to saying, but the Lord kept me from saying it. I didn't want to say that out of my mouth. I wanted to, but the Lord didn't want me to say it. I wanted, I wanted to say, uh, Carly, uh, just in case I can't minister tomorrow, uh, just be ready. But I didn't say it. Because it was just 12 hours ago, man. I felt just horrible. But, and I just just these past few days... Uh, the enemy came against, ag- against my body with these cold symptoms and, uh, and I got a call um, ac- actually my sister wanted me to go and see she had been keeping me updated on one of our um, mutual friends she actually she's a wife of uh, a former member of Summit who, who went to be with the Lord his name is John Autry and um, some of you may, may remember um, I called Mr. Autry and, uh, but anyway um, he went on to be with the Lord now his, his wife who didn't attend our, our ministry um, she became ill and my sister asked me to go and uh, see if I would visit her and I, I, I hadn't done it and then I got a call a couple of days ago or a text for my sister, she said that she was in her final hours and, and, and go see her if I can. I did not feel like going nowhere. You give me a little light in the house, a little, little bit more light in the house. Um, you can see these whites in your eyes <laughs> like the cartoons. But um, so man, I tell you what, I did not feel like, anybody have been there? You don't feel like doing something? And not not because you really don't want to, but it's like, man, I, it was nice and cozy in the house. And so I went on and uh but but I felt led to do it, to to do it. And um, it's it's really it's about this. It's about this. Fighting the good fight. Hold hold up, Connie. I'm not ready for you yet. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll do that at the end. First Timothy 612 says uh, anybody know what it says? Fight what? The good notice how many times there's fights in there. Fight. Fight. We're in a fight. We're in a faith fight. Okay. And the enemy was fighting me that day. I, I felt led to go but anyway I went into the, uh, the nursing home where she was. And the family was gathered around and, um, and then I prayed we gathered around and uh, the Lord I knew that, that I mean she was going to go be with the Lord see that yeah, yeah. sometimes now I, I, I prayed for a miracle however see she needed a miracle at this time okay but sometimes the people uh, well all the time whoever is in need of healing their will is involved and you have to be considerate of that and you don't you can be praying for them to be to to stay here when they're ready to transition and they don't they don't want to go through that pain anymore they just want to go and be with the lord so i just prayed it really a general prayer and just put her in the lord's hands i prayed for a miracle but then i said lord i placed her in your hands and to to ease her pain, or to to take away her pain. And not five minutes after I prayed, she transitioned. So I did what I was supposed to do. So basically, just show up and do what you're supposed to do. And And the Lord gave me strength, even though I felt horrible, he gave me the strength to do what I had to do, and I went on back home. Same thing today. My wife uh, led me in communion last night. And I went to sleep and I woke up stronger. I'm stronger than I was when I started talking a few minutes ago. I felt like staying home. Carla could have preached, but uh, I didn't want to break my record. But it's not a pride thing. And I'll tell you something else. I used to, when it comes to stuff like this, uh, before I understood the grace of God, I would get up here and try not to cough while I'm ministering because I felt condemned if I did it. But now I'm free. I got tissue in my pocket. If I need to blow my nose, I'll blow my nose. If I need to cough, I cough. Amen. I don't care what nobody thinks about it. Amen. And uh, But see, these things that we've been learning applies to when you're... See, you can talk about these things when the sun is shining, but what about when you're attacked? Yeah. See, you've got enemies to your faith. Let's, let's, let's deal with it. Anybody ever get attacked with sickness and disease? Yeah. Okay, so what do you do? Let's look at these enemies that we talked about. Enemy number one is a lack of what? A lack of knowledge of what? Of the word of Christ. So many people, uh, Hosea says, (coughs) my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge, a lack of knowledge of God's word. See, I need to know that by Jesus' stripes I was healed. And I would remind myself through this attack and keep reminding myself, even as I call, even as I blow my nose, that, see, at first, you're going to have to look up the scriptures. It's good to look them up no matter where you are in your your walk with the Lord. I mean, you may be able to quote them, but sometimes you need to look them up. But at first, you're going to have to find these scriptures, really to, to get them in your heart, like Matthew eight seventeen. See, I can quote him. Matthew eight seventeen, himself took our infirmities, and bore our sicknesses. First Peter two twenty four by by his stripes, you were healed. Isaiah fifty three, by his stripes. Isaiah, before the cross, looked. Prophesied, looked forward, looking ahead, being a prophet, and prophesying ahead to the cross. He said, By his stripes, you are healed. He stated it in the present tense, as though it had, it had already happened, because he saw into the future. Amen? He had a word of wisdom. Now, Peter, on the other side of the cross, after Jesus went to be with the Lord, he quoted Isaiah, but he flipped it. He said, by his stripes, you were healed. He's looking back at the cross. See, so you, you, you were healed, and you are healed. See, how do I know that? See, see and, and see, what happens is, faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word about Christ. And the word, of, the word about Christ is, it is finished. So my healing, I don't have to wait to get healed. I was healed 2,000 years ago on a cross. Praise God. Right? Well, you don't look healed. You don't sound healed. That's why I need to teach you. And we'll get to that in a minute. Hold that thought. See, it doesn't mean you're not going to get attacked, but first of all, you—you, you, this enemy number one really um, it, is—it kind of is involved in all of the other ones because you've got to know what the word says. But people are destroyed because they don't think they're healed. And people still still saying stuff like, the Lord uh, took my daughter. See, or, 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 you know, the Lord took them. And I don't know why the Lord took them. The Lord's not taking anybody. See. So, and sometimes even when people say, well, the Lord allowed it. And what they mean by that is, in most most cases, well, he could have done something about it, but he chose not to. It's not about that. You've got to receive your healing for yourself. Healing is available to everybody. It's, It's not a question about whether or not God will heal you. See, if God didn't want you healed, he shouldn't have. He already did it. So it's not a question of, well, well, the will of the Lord be done. Look, God's will is his word. His word says, by his stripes you were heal. Well, you just can't make God do anything. You're not making him do anything. He's already done it. How many of you understand that? Enemy number two is a failure to act like God's word is true. Okay, so you believe that by Jesus' stripes you were heal. Now, some people are not past number one. They don't think, they think, well, God will heal some, but he won't heal all. That's not the truth. Again, the truth is, you were healed on the cross. Jesus finished your healing on the cross. It is a done deal. Finish. Finé. Okay? So, Once you understand that, um, so you've got to act like it's true. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm acting like it's true. I show up, and I believe that I get stronger and stronger. Now, I say I believe that. I believe by his stripes I'm healed. But if I do, then I don't need to be acting like I'm sick. <laughs> Enemy number three being governed by, being controlled by, paying attention to, if you know what I said, sense, knowledge, evidence. Wow. So you say, well, Pastor. You don't look healed. You don't. You, you you don't sound healed. It's not by how I sound. It's not by how I look. well you don't look well. Now, see, here's how you deal with stuff like that when people well, you don't look too good. Your eyes are red. Or you you're sniffling, you're, you're coughing. Uh, all of those, uh, you don't deny all those things. But does, does any of those sniffles, sore throat, cough, does it change what Jesus did 2,000 years ago? So that's what I got to look at. I can't look at the sniffles, the sore throat, the coughing, and that's what I see I'm not denying see faith calls those things that do not exist as though they did amen Jesus said you have what you say so you not you You won't have what you believe. He said, you'll have what you say. See, if you believe it, say it out of your mouth. I'm healed. Even when it doesn't look like you're prosperous, it it looks like financially you're going under. You say, I'm going over. Because on the cross, Jesus took my poverty so I could be rich. So I can have abundant provision and and a full supply. And um, in in Romans, it talks about Abraham. Somebody challenged me on Facebook. I didn't hear back. No, YouTube. I haven't heard back from him. He tried to drop drop some a little dirt, but when I, I was actually on on um, YouTube, I had a, a clip about God calling those things that do not exist as though they did, and. Um, As it is written, I've made you a father of many nations, speaking of God, talking about Abraham. In the presence of him whom he believed God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. And then it talks about how Abraham, not being weak in faith, he didn't consider his own body. He didn't waver at God's promise through unbelief but was strengthened in faith giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what God had promised he was also able to perform his name was Abram God changed his name to Abraham which means the father of nations God set it up so every time if somebody asked him what his name was he'd say father of nations He wasn't the father of nations when he was saying that. And every time somebody called his name, they'd say, when they say, hey, Abraham, you know what they're saying? Hey, father of nations. Even though you ever had to say something when you didn't look like what you were saying, that's your faith talking. And people, uh, the, the guy who challenged me on YouTube, was was trying to say, Well, you can't, you know, that's God that caused those things that don't exist as though they did. You humans can't do that. Really? I told him, Jesus, I'm going with what Jesus said, not what you're saying. Jesus said, Whoever shall say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and don't doubt in his heart, but believes the things he says will be done. He here's why I quoted to him. He didn't answer me back. He not God. He will have whatever he says. He is you. He is humans. And we're just not pulling something, you know, willy-nilly out of, out of our behind. This is, this is, we are speaking what God's word says. We're calling forth the things that Jesus has already accomplished for us On the cross. So. (coughs) I'm not moved by the cough. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm moved by what I believe. I believe what the word says. So I'm going to. I'm going to act like the word is true. And I'm not going to be governed by what my senses are telling me. Because I'm getting stronger. Every moment. See, so we don't deny, again, like the the, the cough or whatever, sore throat. You don't deny it, but we deny it's right to control us. We don't say, well, I'm not coughing. No, I am coughing. No, my throat doesn't hurt. No, it does. Well, that's just a fact it's just a fact pastor that, 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 that your voice is not, that is not 100% yeah it's a fact but that's not the truth see, see that's not the truth the, the, the truth is by Jesus stripes I was healed alright enemy number four is a lack you see how you can apply these things to your life Okay, so is this helping anybody? James Uh, 1. Okay, enemy number, number what? Is a lack of patience. Oh, my goodness. Lord, give me patience, and I need it right now. Man, I tell you, it is a good one. A lack, everybody say a lack, a lack of patience. I mean, how many of you want your manifestation right now? Lord, how long I got to wait? <laughs> and here's the attitude that you need to have when you see others receiving financial manifestations that you're believing for or receiving a healing. Somebody got got healed by the power of God and you're still waiting and, and waiting for your manifestation the attitude that you have to have see with, with God it's not a zero sum game you know, you know what I mean by that it's, it's not like well if, if you get a slice of the pie or somebody else gets a slice then there, and somebody else gets a slice man I gotta hurry up and get mine because there's only a few slices left that's not how God operates God has an abundant supply it, it, it's not, like, less available for you because, like, all the healing has been allotted for today. <laughs> so, the attitude that you, you need to have is, like, when, some, when you should rejoice with others. A selfish attitude is like, well, Lord, when I'm going to get mine. No, you rejoice with them. Because your attitude should be. You, 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 anybody ever play basketball? And people say, I got next. I got winners. I got next. Who got after that? Okay, somebody else. You know, you had to wait until you were. And pretty soon, if you're waiting in line, then you're next. That's the, that's the attitude that you need to have when you believe in God and you hear hearing somebody else getting a manifestation. You say, I got next. Yeah, right. yeah. Next. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Whoa, 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 whoa trials here means tempt- temptation trial or test so you want to count it joy it's not joyful when you're going through a trial and when you're going through a trial don't think it's coming from god no temptation is taken you but such as is common to man the temptations and trials uh, uh, of life are we're all subject to them okay so um they're common to man but here's here's the key God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted yeah. a lot of people read this verse like this uh, 1 Corinthians 10 13 they say where well, the Lord won't put the Lord I got to watch it because Carlos said you can't be teasing people I, I'm not I'm not trying to tease people but I can get carried away sometime I hope. My wife would say I got carried away one Sunday when I started singing and stuff. So <laughs> She said, you got to watch. You can't be making fun of these people. I'm trying to make a point. I'm not trying to make fun of folks. If it comes across that way, that's not my intention. I just, I got into singing it, and then I just got good to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, we're not going to turn to this verse, but 1 Corinthians 10, 13. People get out of this. The Lord won't put any more on you than what you can bear. Anybody ever heard that? Don't say that stuff. That's not what that verse says. The Lord is not putting anything on anybody. We got a thief to come to steal, kill, and destroy. What that verse says: there's no temptation... It takes, no temptation has taken you, but such as is common to man. He's basically saying, we all go through stuff. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted above that which you are able, but will with the temptation make a way of escape. If he's making a way of escape, and putting the temptation on us that I mean God would be pretty cruel and that means he would be playing games with us like we're, we're in this maze and he's trying to see if we can come out on the other end he's putting us through this maze and see if we can come out and he's watching us from the balcony of heaven seeing if we can we can get out of this temptation that he sent God that's not God I need to do a whole. I need to do a lesson on this. this is something really came to me, and it's helping me. And I have to remind myself because of how all of this religion that we have been um, getting over all these years, our image of God, you know, is, has been distorted in a bad way. And there's a couple of verses God gives us some hints into His attitude. I mean anybody like to have fun where do you think that comes from god has fun the bible says that that he who sits in the heavens laughs now how many of you that's your image of god see because some people the image of god me still I, i've got to renew, renew my mind to this it's like Okay, I get he's not mad at me. I'm past that, but I feel like he's you know he's just serious all the time because he's got a lot of things on his hands that he's trying to deal with with this earth dealing with us humans and he's trying to figure it out. You know he's trying to <laughs> just think about somebody. How how would somebody act who is in control of everything? I mean, he's in ultimate control. Now, we we realize this is a whole other lesson, but when uh, um, things happen in the earth, we understand it's not God. The enemy has a temporary lease on this earth. He's the one that's got the world all screwed up, the devil, not God, because Adam turned the authority in the earth over to Satan. And so Satan uh, uh, um, has been given authority over this earth. So, God didn't give it to him. God gave it to Adam. Adam gave it to to the devil. It was a sublease. Now, he's not our God. We have authority over all his power because Jesus gave us authority in the earth. So, he can't control us. But that's why you have the catastrophes. That's why, why you have the inequalities in the earth. That's why you have people starving. That's why you have hurricanes they're earthquakes. They're not acts of God. They, they are acts of the enemy. Is because the, the, the God is not into all of that. But see, we have authority over all the works of the devil. I shared with you what happened with our home and when lightning hit our home and a fire started and the angel put it out. And other people there's people who's died that had situations happen like ours. And, I, I, and I'm not saying it's being arrogant. You understand? Well, you know, na-na-na-na-na. You know, we got protected and you didn't. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying what I am saying is there is an advantage that we have as believers, that we have protection, we have an inheritance. God even sent us the, the 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 contractor that we were supposed to have. Amen. I thought he was a roofing guy. Right. And come to find out, he's going to oversee the whole project. And I told him, well, I got, there's one thing that um, I was a little, little concerned about. I said, you know what, I, I got a nephew, and I know he's in the roofing business. And, I, you know, I, I wanted uh, you know I wanted to see if I can get him some business and the guy said oh man I can use him and so he calls my nephew and and then he they start um, talking and collaborating and now they gonna do some other projects together and they're working on buying a building that my nephew's in. Oh. See, you can't make this up. You understand? Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So, God laughs. I want you to, I want to help you get an image of God laughing. <laughs> you know what else he does? He he rejoices over you with singing. God, when he thinks about you, he he said, I know the thoughts that I, God, you are on his mind. I know the thoughts that I have for you, thoughts to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. God, he's thinking of you. Now, does that change your image of God when you you think of God laughing about you when it comes to you? What about God when he thinks about you, he's singing? Not he's up here like, let me see if they're going to be obedient to me today. (laughs) No, man, God has fun. God is not tripping like uh, Eugene Parker used to say. He's not tripping. Psalm 115, 12 says, the Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He'll bless those who fear the Lord both small and great. The Lord has got you on his mind. Not when God see, oh man, he's he watching me. See if I'm naughty and nice. No. He's mindful of you to he, he's thinking about ways to prosper you. Not to harm you. That's your homework assignment this week. It's just to go throughout your week and begin. To get this different image of your heavenly father. The Bible says if you're being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good things to those who ask him? Listen, you got a heavenly father. You're not a better daddy than God. That's what it's saying. You 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 got you being evil or natural, you know how to give good gifts. Don't you have, anybody have children and you have a joy? There's a, there's a smile that comes on your face. There's a joy when you're able to give your child something that he asked for. Yeah. Something they, they've been wanting for a long time. And then you come through with that thing. And, and you get more joy out of it than they do. Yeah. Because you're pleased. Man, man, one can go on and on. It is your, he said, fear not, little flop. It is your Father's good pleasure yes. to give you the kingdom. Yes. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. He just yes. bring, he gave me the whole message. Yes. Now, I need to cook that. I need to, I need to go back and listen to this and, and bring all those scriptures up. Yes. Changing your image of your Heavenly Father. Yes. He's not the one bringing the trials and the tests. Yes. He's the one making the escape route. Yes. Sometimes we're looking at the wrong thing. We're too demon conscious. Most people been talking about the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil, the demons, the demons, the demons. You know, we need to be. When 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 are people gonna start getting angel focused? <laughs> the angels, the angels, the angels. Let's start. Let's, let's let angels come out of our mouth more than demon. Yeah. Where well, the devil, trying? Hey, the devil trying to do this to me. And the devil, and the devil, and the devil. Don't stop giving him all this credit. Now, to give a testimony, it's all right. all right. Just, well, you know, this thing came against get the enemy brought to, but you know what? Ha, ha, tell the end of the story. Right, right. Don't leave it, well, and pass it to the devil. See, I, I, I listen to people. I, I'm a good listener. And I know that people need to go, they, they need to, whoa, I'm out of time. But I, I need to go a little bit more. Because I, I listen, man, I, I taught this uh, message in this series about it's not the Lord that causes these catastrophes. And little baby's getting killed. I mentioned a, a horrible situation with uh, this little child, and I mean, they got the throat got slit in the middle of the night. How old is this baby? Six years old. And, and, I, and I was talking about I mean, the, the Lord is not responsible for that. Do you realize if the Lord was on the earth and he did something like that, he would go to jail for child abuse? Why do we blame God for stuff? He ain't got nothing to do with that. right after that somebody came up to me where well, I think the, you know but but still somehow the, like the Lord let that happen and it a little, some, somehow um, what's that statement I said people say um, it, it's uh, I'm looking for um, God don't make no mistake <laughs> so but, but that was ingrained in this person's thinking so they come up to me and say you know um, somehow God was involved I should have said something but I didn't I was like wow I mean I'm just thinking I can't make it any plainer than what I made it that's why I gotta keep going back to the drawing board and it's like no way no how no way God's got nothing at whatsoever to do with that God didn't touch that You understand that's the enemy see the devil is the one that throws his rocks and hides his head and try and, and he gets christians to talk this nonsense i can't believe we're in 2018 and people still going around talking about the lord did this and the lord did that when it comes to evil Do you realize what James said? We'll have to get to this next week. But do you you realize, listen, you got to get somebody to help you misunderstand this. What I'm about to read to you. It's in James 1, actually. Verse 13. Let no one say when he's tempted, I'm tempted by God. But I mean, I mean, it's in the Bible. How many people say that? Has anybody ever heard something the law? Okay, I ain't making fun of nobody, but I just—I'm saying this to make a point. <laughs> Carla stop messing with me. Like, the law is testing. The Lord has tempted me. It wasn't until the Lord put me in the hospital, I couldn't see him until I, until I was flat on my back. And then I heard from God, well, of course. <laughs> when he was in the club, and flossing and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) And the the music was playing and blasting. He was talking the whole time. You didn't hear him because of all the noise. (laughs) He's like somebody vacuuming. (laughs) And your phone rang. Cell phone was ringing. You couldn't hear it. Finally, you stopped vacuuming. And then... And then, then the phone rings and you say, hey, and your, and your friend's on the other line. says, so, where you been? I've been right here. Well, I've been calling while I didn't hear because of the noise. Yeah, see, while you were in the club, God's trying to get, get through to you, but, you know, help you minister to you. You weren't paying attention. But see, with all, all the noise, all the distractions, you doing your thing. Yeah. But now you're in the hospital, and they got these tubes running up and down your behind, and the IV attached to you. Yeah. You can't do nothing but hear from God. Because the noise stops. Oh, I hear from, the Lord is talking. See, so the Lord don't have, see, all that nonsense about the Lord had to put me in the hospital. Where is that in the Bible? Let no one say when he is tempted. Same word, tempted, tried, tested. I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil. Neither tempteth he any man. I'm not making this stuff up. Man. Huh? Let me read it to you. Yeah, but, no, but, nothing. Let's just, I'm, I'm just a person who just, just believes the word. Let no one say. Let no one say. James 1.13, when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil. So the re- reference is being, the the context is being tempted with evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone with evil. The Lord will not bring anything evil. Everybody knows that sickness is evil. Pastor, you need to take something from that. For that. I, you know, I, I didn't get one thought about getting some medicine. And that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just I've been conditioned myself. I'm just going to stand and believe God. It's not life-threatening. If it's life-threatening, okay, that's another story. I got a friend who, who they, they, they just, um, it's sad. I mean, I haven't talked to him in a, in a while. He wasn't a close friend, but an acquaintance, I should say. And uh, his wife begged him to go to the doctor and he had cancer he wouldn't go I think they could have caught it they could have caught it but he didn't want to go he said well I'm not going to I don't want to go to the doctor and now he's skin and bones and it's going to take a miracle or he's going to be with the Lord so when it comes to, to, to like cancer, tumors life threatening stuff you don't play with that. And I hate cancer. I hate it. I saw something online. It was like these the cells growing in. Have you ever seen a tumor? I saw a tumor and it had teeth yeah. and hair. A cancer cell. I mean, it was start growing cells from like it had, it, it actually had teeth in it and hair. It's just, it's just everything about that is evil. And you going to tell me that the Lord is going to put some your your daddy? I don't want to serve nobody like that. Go on YouTube it. Look at what that thing looks like. And you ask yourself, would God put that try to put that on somebody? Thank you, Jesus. Do you get something out of this today? Every head bowed, every eye.